Hey there, this is Public Geeking, this is Scott, and this is the second part of our two-part series, Geeking Out with the Bros. That's right, my brothers Matthew and Austin and I got together over the holidays to finally have our long-awaited podcast conversation about the Friends and The Office. The first part was about Friends. This part is about The Office, a great show, everyone not everyone agrees, but we agree, and a lot of people do, that it's a great show. Again, let us know what you and your family geek out about to the point where it's always something that kind of brings you together, uh, and it's something that is a, a nice touch point for you all. Let us know at publicgeeking at gmail.com. Again, we loved having this conversation and recording this episode, and we hope you love it too. to the office. Okay, so Austin, did you have five top or three top again? Three. So we'll do, uh, Matt, our, our five and four as uh, honorable mentions. I can, mention, okay. uh, I can list honorable mentions. So I'll start I'll start with my um, my honorable mention. I'll start this this one. Uh, my first honorable mention, or my fifth favorite episode, is season one, episode five, Basketball. That, that is a good episode. Oh, so good. I left off season oh. one episode. As a general rule, as a general rule, I feel like in, in TV shows, any kind of competition that you do with your characters is ripe with success because you, there's a lot to do there. Um, obviously, it's different than the competition of um, the, the quiz game and Friends, but uh, there's a lot going with the characters. A lot of unspoken kind of tension when they're actually playing basketball. You did, obviously, Michael is yeah. being um, hilarious. Um, it's the first episode. Actually, so do you see how badly Jim really likes Pam? <laughs> yes. yes. It's a really you always knew he had a crush on her, but he was trying to one up her boyfriend the whole episode, and you really got the, he really and succeeded. It, well, and Jim is not <laughs> that type of guy usually, so you get a really good scene. Uh, he's a not sense super of, competitive. He's of, not alpha. He's competitive when it comes to impressing Pam. So real quick, I, I I made a mistake of my own. So before we get into more of the episodes, let's. Circle back real fast. Let's get back to basketball mm-hmm. in a second. Okay. Circle back to how we looked at Friends at the beginning. When did you start watching The Office? What? So I got into it over a summer um, in high school between – well, so during my, my junior year, I knew it was a really good show, but I hadn't started really watching it yet. Um, no, no, sorry, sorry. Before my junior year. High school. I binged. I binged the the first season and the and the second season on DVD on, through Netflix. Through Netflix. And then I watched the second season or the third season as it was coming. Gotcha, Matthew. I and you were coming from a workplace background at the time. No, I was. So it's supposed to you in a totally different way. Matthew, yeah, I was not coming. From I was. Yes. I had I just. I had just started. in the career that I have yeah. now. Um, Which is a very corporate, businessy, right? Yeah, kind very of corporate. Lots of people, lots of stereotypical yep. behaviors in a lot of ways. None as extreme as The Office, obviously. Um, uh, I heard a lot about it. Um, again, we talk about it as family. Like, oh, have you watched it? I'm like, eh, I mean, whatever. And you know, I watched the pilot when it premiered live, okay. and okay. I did not understand it or like it because it was very slow paced. It is because it, it was very much like the British episode. But then. Then and I don't know how I saw the episode. I'm trying to remember, and it's one of my favorites, so I won't say it. But I saw the episode that got me hooked, 
And from then on, I had DVR at that point, and I DVR'd every episode. So, funny no. story about that. I watched the pilot Which live is... because of Steve Carell. Because I was like, oh, they're giving him a chance. Right off the it's a season. It's a season. Actually, no, it started right before the four. Let's save the show. I remember it, 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 it's it's a season two episode. I didn't have Netflix at the time, so I must have watched I'm it live. Pro- probably, we probably all have one. Some of the, well, we probably at least all have one same yeah. top five. But but but, but 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 my point is, I started watching it. Um, not that long after, uh, I had our first child, and so that was when I went back and began watch it binge watching it. Early in the morning. Yeah, up early in the morning. Yeah. It was one of my binge watches. It was, it was an but original I, binge watch. I was going to say, I watched the pilot live so. because of Steve Carell, because I remember from the Daily Show. Daily Show. This was, so season one predates the release of the 40-year-old yes. version, which was a huge movie, and they, but they knew that was coming out. Yes. And so it partly got made because of that, and then it kind of got I saved also, because of I that. also knew of the show, well, I also, one of the people I recognized in the show was Ryan Howard, the character Ryan Howard. From some stand-up? No, from Punked. Punked, that's right. He, he start, helped start the show Punked, right. which I'm very actually kind of ashamed Although he references it, also he also references it in the pilot. You you like you like the the Jamie Kennedy experience your pilots, and Ryan has looked there go, yeah, I do. Um, but I remember watching the episode and being like, I'm not sure this is gonna make it because it was really slow. It didn't shrewder. have a huge moment at the end of the pilot episode. If it was you, very. If you if, if you, you watch the British one, it is shot. Here's how, shot for shot. Here's how little they thought. Some of them thought it would make it. Uh, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's both the actor's name and the character's name, kept his side job <laughs> throughout that first season. Um, so I, I mentioned earlier, started just in, in college. Um, and really right after I graduated college, I really got into it during that fourth season. Um, just heard so much about it, especially I heard they were doing these hour-long special episodes. And um, people had a lot of the merchandise by then. That started in season four. With the, um, the, uh, was the first one uh, the okay. the bobblehead became a big deal the uh, jello you'd see yeah. people do it you know and all these little YouTube videos and stuff YouTube so yeah. was still really new then yes um, so so Thank all, you, all that circles back to the kind of how we started the office my top uh, fifth favorite was the basketball you were saying about the episode what, what, what <clears throat> just as because you were oh different. um it is a great episode it is a great episode because it's the first time you see Jim really wanting to fight for Pam he wants to but he wants to be the good guy but he does want to fight for Pam it's the only it's really only season one episode that I really enjoy plus it shows you John Krasinski is probably actually a decent athlete in real life yes yeah, I, I agree. It's probably the single best season one episode. It's somehow not on my list. I, I don't know how to that, me it's the only happened, I actually skip most of season one. Exactly. I, I actually love season one in, in so many ways because I love going back and being like, oh, that changes, that changes, that changes, that changes. Yes. Oh, look, those Everyone's, four people in that meeting are no, yeah. are just they, mysteriously gone. One of the big things they change is Michael Scott's hair. Yeah, the they, pure he, slick back. The pure slick the, back. They they changed it to make him a little bit more present, a little more approachable. Because the pure slick back, where he has thin, they actually thin, they actually did makeup to make his hair look thinner in and the first season, it. and then they undid like it. His hair is not that water. thin. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's just more of the. Well, and the weird thing about the office is, it premiered in the spring. Yeah, it was a six season. It was a six long. episode spring season, and then they they, they uh, gave it the green light, and then it premiered fully in the fall. So there was really only two months, two or three months between the sixth episode, quote unquote, of the first season, and the premiere of season two, yeah. which is kind of uncommon for shows that make it. Yeah. Usually they get a fall premiere, they make it through a season. Well, if, you read, if you read about like, the history of them, they are all shocked that they <laughs> that get made up. up. 
Yeah. 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 Um, so that's my that's my uh, first honorable mention or top yeah. okay. five. So uh, Matt, we'll go in the opposite direction. Okay. Matthew, your first honorable mention. Uh, a first honorable mention is pool party. Uh, pool Ro- party. Pool party. Uh, Got to pull out some randoms. I don't. I doubt that's on any other list. It's a good one. That's I was just pointing that tonight with the Robert Cuffman saying, "Oh, very funny, Jim." Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says sad clown. Toby. Toby somehow in that episode is. You're playing a dangerous game, the, Toby. I love it. I love Toby as someone different. I love the 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 Ryan turning into a total like kiss up trying to like do everything that he can. Well, him and Gabe are competing. Yeah, you're just you're, you're, you're kind of like, so what, you, what, What's the end game yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. Man? There's no. There is no rational end game. That's the funniest part of it. The fact that he has an indoor pool, like, what did he get his money? I, I don't, I mean... He's a CEO of a large corporation. He's I lo- rich. I love he, he goes, yeah, but he had, that money. To, he had it for a while. That you, is not... You have to assume he previously had been another CEO. Yeah, I, okay. love, Just, I love... I don't want to get into that, I, but frankly, that that is like, you can see the whole Bacchanalia thing. I love how he... The wine tour. He, you, you, you have Jim wanting, you know, with his perfect plan actually playing out. Of, on New Year's, I was out by... I, I, love, I love how he gives... When he's giving the tour of the house, he's giving, like, the background of, like, why he bought the house, yeah. and then he ends it with... And then I met the vegan, <laughs> and uh, and then and, and at the end of every room, he's like, she the, she used it as well, so, blank. So this, yeah. this the last three movies I did watch in here were Marley and Me and something. <laughs> What's and, interesting is they waited till so Mrs. California is like four episodes before that. Yeah, um, and they wait to kind of readdress everything that they really didn't get divorced. Speaking of bottle episodes, I hope it's on. If it's on any of their list, it's right after. It's a great stretch because it's right after. Um, a Christmas episode, and also trivia, which is an, uh, it's, not a my, it's not on my list. But so it's trivia great. was going to be my next honorable mention. Was going to be okay, my honorable well, mention. Okay, yeah. trivia was an honorable mention for me because it 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 does a lot. They're of things all these are both season it's eight. A, by the way. It's an episode that shows how because in season eight, Andy was actually a really good manager. They no. do ruin his character a little no, bit, no, but really he was a stretch. He was he was be- he was arguably a better manager than Michael Scott. You rooted was. for him as you a, rooted for him. He, he got, was more professional. In you, a have way. The, you have the ass tattoo episode early on in the season, yeah. but the trivia episode shows how badly he wants Robert California's uh, approval because of his dad issues. But then it also shows well, how badly he people. That more he, so. Yeah. But no. But but this episode is he, that, he yeah. wants to. Beat his number. He beat his number, and he will give everyone the day off to drive to Philadelphia to play in a tri- to play trivia just to get a just number. to get the Instead number. Working to then you also get Kev. You get Kevin and his team winning because of, of because of a slumdog millionaire type situation <laughs> where every answer is like that was a big like Lamar Odom that was a big storyline in yeah. Chloe and Lamar. Well, you, like, you get the great line at the end with Kevin. You know, a fluke is the most common. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're fishing for a fluke. Oh. Um, yeah, you get Oscar getting thwarted because yeah. he you get Ryan being worried about his phone. Yeah, I can't stop touching. Weird, which is a weird uh, beat. That's yeah. a cultural I'm sure moment your Ryan trap. Yeah, it still trouble. speaks. That cultural moment still. Yeah, goes. yeah. I mean, that was they. And we'll talk about this probably, but Office was always had such a good pulse on like brand new cultural things. And almost always hit it. Ryan because had to play with his iPad really and then. clock. Yeah. Smartphones were really new then, still. Um, and they they were touching. Jim and Pam were still knew. using their their their. Not, it wasn't a flip phone, but it's this like they were using Blackberries for a while. And Matt probably really hit some with Matt because I remember a, the first few years at Shell. Out of Blackberry, you your Blackberry was always with you. Jim yeah. doesn't have an iPhone until the last season. I'm pretty right. sure they had. He had this weird like you flip it up. 
not it's not a flip phone. Yeah. It's like it's not like a grid no, yeah. shell. It's yeah, just a like, lot of people had those. It's a it slider. A slider. Yeah. Yeah. So so what would be your other honorable mention? Okay, so my 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 first honorable mention, only because it's number four and then we're not and mm-hmm. it is is season two, episode one, Dundies. The first Dundies is great. The first it's like second drink. Uh, that's where I typically when I start a a binge or just a rewatch through, mm-hmm. so my wife and I will um, we'll just put the office on at night a lot of the time. Um or well, in a folding clothes, or I can put this show on almost any time and pick up where I am because I, I just like season one so much. I typically start uh, at the Dundies. Yeah, the, um, that's my other honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Dundies. Is yeah, my yeah. Mention? I the Dundies is something that I, I get why they didn't do it, but man, would I have loved every year, every year to do a Dundies. I mean. I or at least, or at least, uh, like like they do Halloween sometimes, yeah. where you do like a, a cold open. A part of it, a cold open. Yeah. I mean, at least reference it w- more often than they did. They did reference the concept of the Dundies because no, Michael has his Dundies that's broken. The show more. I'm, yeah. I didn't so, mean so, so, so I guess I'll do my last yeah. honorable mention, which is uh, the Return season three, episode thirteen. Interesting. Um, this it's is a kind this of a two part, but not really, but kind of. It's well, yes, kind of. Yeah. Uh, it has my one of my favorite pranks, but it was actually not on Dwight. It was on Andy, where they throw a cell phone into the ceiling and cause him to punch a hole in the wall. Beautiful. Yes. Um, I, because that's a great <laughs> moment. It, it's one of the few times you see one of Jim's pranks working. So because you so well. often so often you see his pranks like if this happened in real life, someone could have got hurt. Yeah. Someone gets sued, and this is one where Jim he puts the phone down. He's like, oh, this went too far. Yeah. I don't want to get caught with this, and uh, but you also get. Andy just being so over the top, like needy on Michael, and and you get backstory on that much later on that I don't think they really did this intentionally, but he's always seeking approval from his superiors, and you get yeah. later on you find out because his dad is you know he never did, was with Josh too, he was yeah, with Josh too, yeah, yeah, but they've been setting that up, they've been from setting that up the from moment. beginning, from the um, beginning. and so I'm sorry I uh, annoyed you with my friendship, my but I'm also sorry that other people think it's cool to hide other people's property. He did, he had the ringtone that he rated, that he sang himself. I sang all five parts, took forever. Um, great episode. And, great episode. And it also sows sows the doubt, uh, puts great the seeds episode. of doubt between Jim and um, uh, Karen because she won't do the prank with him, but, but Pam doesn't uh, hesitate. Doesn't hesitate. Also, and they like, work a perfect team. They the yeah. handoff with the cell phone. Also features one of my uh, favorite small cameo. I didn't you, you forgot they were they were in the show. Is Yvette Nicole Brown yep. as Dwight's yes. co-worker? Yeah. I don't like him or his little the head. The way she throws that, that drink in the trash can. Yes, I was gonna say <laughs> that's why I always me. remember because it's like a perfect throw. And, just, but she she also turns in this way that it's just there's yeah, so much attitude. Stuff. And then also she like she hates her life yes. at, at uh, office. And I and, and coming from someone Staples. who Staples. someone who has worked in a big box for a big box retailer uh, for a handful of years. I can I can I can definitely relate to that type situation, like working in a staples type situation where you have your break and you're just you don't really want to talk to the people that you're on break with, but you kind of try to make small talk. And if they are jerks, you're like, really? Well, so I just wasted my whole fifteen minute I'll break. Give credit, yeah. I'll give you credit. The opening of that episode with Dwight going on interviews and then the Chris yeah. and the worst is yeah. actually really with all of his different different resumes, martial arts skills. And just seems uh, to getting. Progressively beaten down until he's finally in the chair and he's like, oh, break time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or breaks over. Like he immediately just jumps into that role of retail <laughs> yeah. where it's yeah. like it's like he's still a rules follower. That's an honorable mention of mine. So great. That's okay. a great good uh, one. Great second good one. one. So Matt, what was your second honorable mention? You no, said it. it was it, yeah, yeah, it was Dundee's. So yeah, okay. pool party Dundee's. So what's your third favorite? So third favorite episode, Matt, of all okay. office time. 
The three that I'm going to say, I, I'm, ranking them is really difficult because they all... Really close. Well, then yeah. just do it. Just, okay, just, just, just do, do it, do it live. live. Okay, here we go. So, uh, number three is uh, Christmas. The first Christmas the, episode. The first with, with Yankee Swap. Yankee Swap. I referenced that episode. I know what more, your favorite episode is going to be already. I, 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 I referenced I that. I referenced that one more than almost any other episode. Yankee Swap. Yankee Yankee swap. swap. I, I love you with oven mitts. So yeah, oven mitts. Oven mitts. Word. I think. I think about loving someone in oven mitts. Word more. <laughs> than, I mean, than you care to mention. Than I care to well, mention. you know, you know what's great about that line. What's great about that line is that everybody, everybody in their life has gotten a present from somebody, probably a loved one. And, they, and, 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 the, and the loved one who gave you this present was excited about this, and it just did not hit. And you, yeah. usually, unlike Michael, put on a face, and you're like, oh, I actually love this. Also why for me, Michael for me, does everything you want to do. For me, when I was a kid, it was a board game that mom and dad got, a, got me. What's that board oh. game where you, where you press the button? Uh, where you, you press the button to like, it's 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 in the movie with four Taboo? Christmases. Taboo. They bought they bought me Taboo. Also, I want Dwight's uh, he uses the Taboo. Yeah, buzzer. they wanted me. They, I wanted a different board game. I can't remember what it was, but it was more like mom just grabbed one at the store probably. Yes. <laughs> and they and they, and, they, and uh, opened it up, and I was so I, I had shaken it. I know like, this is a board game. This is the board game I wanted. I opened it up, and I was the biggest brat about it. I remember to this day, I still that feel I bad. <laughs> I still feel really bad about this because I don't, remember mom and dad. as an adult just feel awful. I remember about mom that. and dad's faces now. They're like. We really thought he was gonna like this, but everyone has had that gift in their life where they they love me in homemade oven mitts. It's, it's, it's also why um, I hate opening gifts in front of people. You know, uh, my wife hates this. It's not it's not anything. because I don't appreciate the gifts. It's because I think about that too the much. Face. So then I'm like, oh, my overdoing it to where they to where they think I'm overdoing. That it is a good really, okay. And that's way that's, overthinking gifts. Well, no, well, that, that, that's that's because I'm tradition. Uh, I'm neurotic. I'm because. So I'm neurotic and desperate for love. Thanksgiving episodes are to friends. Do they have um, a Christmas episode in every season? No. Um, no. First season, lost. obviously not. The first season, they obviously don't. And then there's feel like there's one other I don't one. think the fourth season they did. Because the fourth season was kind of truncated. Fourth season the episode strike. is... Um, the, the one where the season strike, where the writer's strike happens. They don't have That was the fourth season. Yeah. That's uh, why they did all those big episodes, big hour-long yeah, episodes really before, hour in the beginning. Yeah. Of the, uh, the, the first four or five episodes of season I think that's four, right. Or season so, five. But, but I love Yankee Swap. I love Michael being so... All you're right, the, the, real quick, I'll note on that. The, the, the writer's strike happens uh, the last episode before it is November 15th, Deposition. Okay. And then they jump all the way to Dinner Party yeah. in yeah. April. But they had they had episodes by the way, already, already written, so they made them hour-long episodes. Somehow, somehow Dinner Party's not on my list. It's, it's on my list. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get to it. Um, so, but but to me, that episode had again. It establishes the office in its comedic rhythm and its character development. The first Christmas, and, yeah, the first Christmas in the way that it's going to run. Plus, you have it the has iconic with mom- the elves. Well, but yeah. more than anything, you have the iconic woman that comes back in the last season with the teapot. Yes. Right, the teapot. They can the teapot. They do. There. Yeah. So and then that episode, episode makes me the... cry when he, the teapot's brought back later. Well, yeah, it makes that you is, cry. That is a that is a that's a hard hitting moment of rom com right well, there. Well, and Scott. she gets the note. She gets the note, and we never get to see what's, see in, what's the in the note. Which of also which course. but she gets the note. She gets the note. Which yeah. I mean, the fact that they the brought that the Austin's getting get a little weepy right now. It's I appreciate good writing, Scott. Yeah, that does to you what the dog purpose trailer does to me. But anyway, so Matt brought it up, so I'll go and say my number three. My number three is dinner party. So dinner party is—it's not on my list either. It's but the second most crazy episode in the. In it's the, a bottle episode. Well, it's not a full no, bottle episode. It's a full bottle episode. It's the second. 
No, it is. No, because no. they start in the office. Well, okay, it's about the, the, it's an, the it's assignment a, that didn't exist. It's a ninety percent bottle episode. Sure. Because the very end of the episode also happens when they've all left, and they party. feel very bottled. It is what it is what is the dinner party is what is what the office would have been if if they didn't want to make Michael Scott at least somewhat redeemable. Redeemable. It is. It is brilliant. It is the beginning of Michael Scott's redemption. It is absolutely brilliant. I feel like you feel bad for Michael most of the episode. Yes, Jan is so controlled. That episode is what gets them out of him being somebody that you don't feel sorry for. No, I was going to say this and starts the redemption trail of him leading. I was going to say this. So Matthew's Matthew's example of the Christmas episode is a great example of Michael running the full spectrum of his relationship with everybody. So he uh, upsets them because he's selfish, and then. And then he realizes that you know he just he just he just can't help himself. He's yep. very every emotion's right here. Yeah. He goes and makes and up he for wants it. everybody to love him. Yep. And and he comes back. He out. comes back with all the alcohol. Yeah. It, is this enough to get? You're the expert. Is this enough to get uh, 15 people drunk? Yeah, he's like do it. he's like 12. It's 12, not, 12 bottles of vodka. That guy is yeah. Not, that'll do that it. guy is not Starburns for community, but <laughs> it looks like him. <laughs> yeah, that'll um, do it. All right, box it up. So he, he bought, like, 150 uh, he brings it back. Of he cheap brings it back. But also shows the relationship back with the office staff with him, and yeah. that they want to like Michael. They do. They want to like him if he can just Except get out of maybe his own way. If they can just get out. And and so Dinner Party for me is the beginning of him starting to get out of his own way. I because agree. every episode after that, you still get for a little while. He does, he, does, he does lead Jan. Yes. So that's part but, of but, but Dinner Party for me is just brilliant writing. Like yes. the writers were in a zone that day. They yeah. wrote that episode. Every single joke. It was hits. the first writers. It was the first episode after the writer's strike. I gotta think that probably yeah. that would have been in the camp. That had been that had been worked. But but in the, but, in but the everything works perfectly. Timing yeah. everything works. It is either a callback. Is is a future. Is, how many, is time, how many future? times do you say snip snap snip snap snip yeah. snap? I, I mean. He puts he puts the beer sign up at dinner. Good luck paying for that on your zero dollar month plus zero dollar month plus benefit salary, babe. So how, we can all relate to some degree of being at some sort of social function. That's just that's just that you feel like you're just. For me, it's I've got to get out. And then there's a lot of people that can relate to being in a relationship that is like that. Yeah. Whereas or, two people that want to stay together but just shouldn't. Yeah, because they don't want to be alone. Um, Yes, yeah, they just don't. And, they're more afraid of being alone than they are being with each other. And then, yeah, it's just, it's just a. Oh, you got the, you got the, you got Hunter's, Hunter's music. Yeah. Oh, um, Hunter's music. Uh, uh, by the way, the the actor that played Hunter by the hand, yeah. um, was in, was it. has been in Gotham as Harvey Dent, but he also is in the great new uh, comedy. I I hope it's renewed for season three, Trial and Error. Um, on NBC, which is uh, uh, I would recommend this show to both of you. Trial and error. Is it the one with um, John Lithgow's? Yeah, first John Lithgow. Okay. It just had a second season. Interesting. Okay. With um, but Hunter is in that. Kristen Chenoweth. He's the he's the main character. He That's Hunter. A yes. A, a little a little side note yes. about Hunter. You know what my favorite Hunter lines is? Nicholas wow. Diagosto. Di- is when is, is when wow. is when right before the interviews for Jan's job, which they don't know is Jan's job. Uh, Michael says, "Oh, Hunter, fantastic assistant." And he goes, "He, uh, he says he was fantastic." Secretary. He goes, "Executive assistant, but okay." And he takes he takes the little thing out of the little the little blue blackberry out of his pocket with the stylus. Yeah. And then the Jim go, or uh, Michael goes, "Just tell her this message." He goes, he just shuts it, and puts it, <laughs> it. He just puts it back, and he's like, "All right." Which so funny so, enough, it's pretty clear what was happening between yes, Hunter and Jan. Yes. In retrospect, the song. Party. I mean, yeah, Hunter. Well, Hunter's on the line when Jan's yeah. like on the phone with Michael. Yeah, all the time. just a little too much. Yeah. So dinner party's right. great episode. Good Austin, episode. Uh, that was uh, my number three. So what's your number three? My number three is um, Niagara. 
Oh, it's on my list. So, it make so I kind of cheated because it is two episodes. No, it's not cheating. That's fine. Especially but, with The Office, lots of two so episodes. So Niagara, um, as most people say, and I, I somewhat agree with it, could have been a true finale of the, of the whole oh, show. Um, they would probably have to change it a little bit because you need a little more wrap-up for more of the characters. Yeah. But in terms of the Pam-Jim relationship, they could have moved on um, off the show as well yeah. at that point. And then you really focus on everybody else or something. It can be hard to write a wedding episode for two for the yeah. main love, love story. And they could not have written that wedding better. Nope. Well, so even the first... They, Jim even, knew that their wedding was going to get ruined. So he had a backup plan. Which is you, so Jim. And you get the famous Jim line of plan... plan. Actually, the, the boat was plan C. Plan B was getting married. Like, like we planned. Plan A was marrying her a long, long time ago. I mean, like the day I met her. So yeah. um, you get that line. What's interesting is the actual wedding part of it is my least favorite. That's an hour of TV... I like I do like all that the part. Dancing down the aisle. The dancing down the aisle them just phenomenal. Andy having to do the walker. Yeah. So um, it, it's good, but like the especially the first thirty minutes is really good TV. Yeah. The rehearsal with Andy with when they get to the hotel and they're like, Oh someone can I tweet check out the road? Someone's yeah. already booked. He's like, I'm gonna break into bed. I'm gonna <laughs> and they go, I'm gonna to talk to the person who's Jim's line is I do not like that. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't um like I love but it, there's some really good savvy moments in that episode too. You get Jim's uh, rehearsal dinner toast. Yeah, it's great. Uh, before he messes it up, where he says I have, to do, I have to do the hardest thing any guy has to do, which is wait. But now I know I was wait, wasn't waiting for I was waiting for my wife. Yeah, there's a lot of great um, stuff. Uh, then, he, then he completely screws it up with yes. a, with the one His line. Pam's an alcoholic. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a great <laughs> and then Michael's totally cringeworthy trying to save it. But but then Michael's like I can't believe it. I didn't I didn't say the thing that messed it up. Can you believe which it? Technically, is, is Just, when you when you watch on Netflix is the the beginning of the second part. But uh, one of my favorite parts yes. is when Michael goes to get his reservation. It's not there. Yeah. Dwight has it. Um, and Dwight tricks him. And Michael um, gets tricked by Dwight. And Dwight, Michael's, oh, whatever. Um, well, but Michael goes, well, I can't have it. If I'm getting you know, intimate with a woman, I can't have her over. I can't give her over there brushing her teeth with clay. And, <laughs> and, then, goes, and then when it was, it was, all your dungeon your yeah, dungeon yeah, game. Oh, your troll, yeah. <laughs> I didn't your pass your dungeon test. test. Yeah. Um, it's it's just it's it's great TV. Um, you get you get Dwight the next morning eating breakfast rabbit. Is that you, you're yeah. like, How can you eat like that? And I'm ravenous after a night of love making. <laughs> no, knocking boots. Yeah. And his three <laughs> wolf t-shirts. No, no, no. no he, he says ravenous love making. No, no, because because no, no. when oh. Michael comes into the hotel room, he says. Oh my God! Right, this place is a pit. He goes, really? Haven't noticed. Too busy knocking. That's weird. Like, yeah. You also get Kevin showing <laughs> up to you. the the front desk yeah. and sir, we, we had, had to destroy your shit. Destroy it. Kevin just goes like well, some sort of rabid dog. Yeah, yeah, and they don't even offer to pay <laughs> for his shoes. <laughs> Kevin just goes, well, uh, damn it. <laughs> that's all he can get. Uh, Pam's sister. These dogs are barking. Pam's sister. It's even the hotel house. Pam's sister is one of the leads in Pitch Perfect. Yes. He, got, he almost had a complete number. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I got seven numbers. Two more would have been a complete no. number. You get you get Andy tearing his groin. Um, and Pam. Uh, up. Wake up. Wake up. Andy, did I? I was drinking or crying. Those are that was real. <laughs> um, but Mike, but, but Jim at the bar it. drinking with Dwight and uh, Michael. It's the whole, it's it's great TV. So yep. that's my third favorite episode. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, so your second favorite. second favorite, uh, Office Olympics. I almost uh, put this on my list. Second season. 
You do a lot of Michael buying his house. Yeah. Michael buying his I, condo. I fall in love with him early. Michael buying his condo. Which, that's good. a lot of great TV right now. Um, to me, it's almost <laughs> bottle episode. Five, it's fifteen not, years. At Michael's age, at Michael's age, is basically buying a coffin. If yeah. I was gonna buy a coffin, I buy one of the yeah. thicker walls. And his terrarium. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, oh, you ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined yeah. it. These walls are paper thin. <laughs> what does he say? He goes, uh, and and you ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> You try to be nice and yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but but clearly Jim is so into it. Pam has this like look of real awe on her face. It's the first time you figure out that oh maybe she really likes it and, and they, they work, work together. Work. Uh, it's just funny flunkerton. I mean, yeah. come on guys. Uh, you get you get you get that sense that that Oscar and Kevin are actually pretty good friends because right. they play that that, that oh that the paper uh, football yeah. flicky game. Yeah. Hate ball. Yeah, hate ball. Hate ball. Um and uh, yeah and and you really get the feeling like. I want to have Office Olympics. Like I don't have yeah. time for Office Olympics. No, but, but it would be I great. would really if you had a job, where a job. You were selling paper. It was yeah. that low stakes. You had a job where yeah. your boss would just randomly left all yeah. the time. With it was uh, that low stakes. By the way, I would be Michael leaving you one of my favorite quotes about management ever, which yeah. is, is the famous like, um, "You just take off for the rest of the day." But this this hour this shouldn't take more than an hour, Michael. Do you always give them the day off? Uh, they don't really get much work going on here. What? That's not true. <laughs> they actually get more work that done. Is here. That's not, that is not the same. <laughs> yeah. It's a client episode. But then, but then he gets stuck. He goes, yeah, they get the same amount of work done whether I'm here or not. Okay, here's what we're going to do, guys. He realizes Just there's stay. no good way to end that sentence. So I was looking is absolutely great. Austin's second favorite episode. Um, I'm going to have to say... Um, which one of these? Um, I'm gonna say the uh, segue to the client is my second right. favorite. Okay. Episode. Yes, good. Um, I the love second chili centric yep. episode. That's, of that's, that, that is uh, season two, episode seven. Brilliant. Um, it is. It's got Tim Meadows and one of my yes. favorite cameos in the whole great show. Great performance. Yes. Um, it, 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 but what I like more than anything is you see how great of a salesman Michael is, yep. and that. That he really is a phenomenal salesman. Terrible manager. Terrible manager. That that that's the epitome of his well, character. I'm not sure he's not. He's a terrible best manager Jim manager. ever had. He's a great manager in that he got a lot of out of his people. Yeah. Instead of being him, instead of being himself, he was always trying to be. Well, but let's be clear. Every time that show turned around. They were hitting their numbers and nobody else was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, 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 and no one could so, figure it out. No one could figure it out. <laughs> not even Michael. Michael. Yeah. Not even but he got, when, he, when he gets asked but, to... But I think we figure it out at one point where they say, well, when do you get all your job done? They said, we find moments throughout yeah. the day. Like, yeah, you have to just, work harder whenever he's not doing yeah. those things. Uh, yeah. But I love the client episode. But the other reason I love the client episode is... Agent Michael Scarn. Right, the Little Midnight. That's a script English. reading episode. Yeah. That's a script reading episode. They do the table read. They do the table read with Dwight... Dwight. We're digging one Dwight. D-W-I-G-H-T. And then, you get, then you get fireworks in the parking lot yeah. with the j- first true also Jim and Pam moment. Yeah. First true yeah. Jim and yeah. Pam moment on the roof. Yeah. Um, that Which is, is called back again in yes. the same teapot moment. So that, is, to me, is the first iconic episode I, of, of I, The I, Office. I, I agree. The client. Um, well, that's to, to me. To me, Christmas... Christmas falls before that, doesn't it? And I think that's more iconic. But you but get the, I think you that that is the first episode you get the moment of Jim and Pam are gonna happen yeah. at some point. But at mm-hmm. some point we're gonna talk about the fact that the office isn't about Jim and Pam. The office no, it's is not. about it's, it's not. It's about Jim and Dwight. It's not. But early on, it was. That that was what made the show progress, and it's what gave it the reason and the that's ability to get to the Jim and yes. Dwight. I got it. Mm-hmm. But the show, even then. Was to me about. So, Jim what's your number one favorite? Matt? Number one. Well, I saw you. No, no, no. Oh, you didn't. So, my number two, I cheated again. It's really three episodes. It really could be four, because <laughs> they, they're all pretty much together for me. And that is Tallahassee. 
The Tallahassee uh, arc. Season eight, I, wow. I will defend the Tallahassee arc. I love the Tallahassee arc to death. I will defend the Tallahassee arc. I love them playing two, golf the at the ta- end. Famous, to, famous, to, to my point about Jim and Dwight, by the way. That proves it's Jim and Dwight. That's the climax of the Jim and Dwight. Like, yeah. The Jim and Dwight relationship changes the at the day, end of Tallahassee. When they, yeah, by the time yeah. they're, by the time they're back, by the time yeah. they're back in Scranton, they are now friends, not enemies. Although Dwight should have already realized he was a friend when and, they this And, and to Matt's have, point, some of my favorite moments in the office are when Jim and Dwight are forced to work together, like when they have to plan Christmas. Yeah, this right was so a successful Christmas. So, so Tallahassee, Tallahassee does a lot of great things. Yeah. So you have uh, you have crazy. Stand you have, you have the first. By the way, Tal- that, that, this is cheating. I gave you a slide on Niagara. This is cheating. I just can't game. help it. So Tallahassee, they get down there. You, w- Dwight you, has appendicitis. <laughs> Jim has, makes it's a one of the all-time best pranks. <laughs> yeah. Um, when what, he's on the two baby sleep schedule. Two baby yeah. sleep schedule and okay. convinces him that he's uh, which is all too real by the way. Even one baby is enough. But you sure you've had you had two. Dwight has the appendicitis. And he, he, Jim tells him that it's true love's kiss is the yeah. antidote. Uh, but Dwight pulls down the screen. You have all yeah. that stuff. You have Ryan calling it. Ryan calling Ryan it. Call the appendicitis. Call it. Um, you have him leaving and all that. Uh, uh, Packer's back. You have the return of Packer and of Nellie. And yep. you have you have Florida yeah. State. You yeah. introduced Nellie yeah. really well. well. She, she interviewed. interviewed. The interview but wasn't. It's a totally different character almost. But... No, it's, no, it's the same character. But it's different. Kathy, yeah, Bates, Kathy Bates says, no, it, it, it's my friend interviewing. No, 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 it's no, the no same, we agree it's the same character. You just but, didn't get to know her very well. Yes. No, and, and the fact that Kathy Bates comes back and says, um, oh, well, class like move. move. And then that is not who Nelly no, turns no. out to be at yeah, all. Yeah, so, so. Um, uh, there's just so much going on there. Then you have the whole uh, by the w- face with Jim and him. The yeah. hotel room by, is hilarious. By the way, Nelly, real quick, real quick, because if Nelly's a friend, which, well, by the way, proves the fan theory wrong. This whole fan theory that they, oh, that Jim was messing around on Pam the whole time in, in people Philly. People say it's for the cameras because he was... Yeah, yeah, I've whatever. never heard that, that theory. It's a stupid theory. It's anyways, a stupid theory and anyways, it's wrong. So you have Nellie, who I'm was a friend of it. Kathy Bates' character, right? Mm-hmm. But you also have Will Ferrell, who saved her dog and got the job that way. So it shows that Kathy Bates really was a pretty inept CEO. Yeah. Because and she, then she hands it over to Robert California. So, um, but so, so this, so you have the initial first day. At the she office. gets her own job, Robert yeah. California. Yeah, the first day, which ends in Dwight with the size. Yeah, they cut to the end of the first week. Yeah, with famous Amos. And yes. one of the best lines my wife absolutely loves, where Aaron suggests a cookie to <laughs> Amos. It's oatmeal without the raisins. And she goes, "I'm sorry for wasting your time." And just, like, and okay. just it, it's great. It has the epi- it has the store unveiling. Then, but then you go to after hours, which is it's yeah. not a full bottle episode, which I reference with Jim is. in the hotel room, yeah. but it's. It's yeah. got a lot of bottles. It features one of my favorite quotes with Gabe getting thrown up on. He said, they don't make these in boot cut anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Cords. Um, so that's that's great. Uh, but Which, by the way, Corduroy's boot cuts at that point in time were already out of fashion. Way, 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 of way out of fashion. But then you get uh, no, but Jim and, we're talking yeah. many years you later. You get Jim and Dwight at the end, hang out, you realize, okay, maybe they're going to become real friends right. at the end of this whole show. Uh, and then you, you finally get, get the test the store day, which is hilarious. You get Jim trying so hard to have Dwight ruin it so he doesn't have to tell Kathy, like, off. And no matter how hard he tries, Dwight yeah. keeps Well, but they end up at the end of that in bed yes, together. Yes. Eating yeah. ice cream. Tell me it's not yeah. about Jim and Dwight. They it end is. up in bed and together. It's so, all proving that. So test the story's great right. with Jim filling in at the end. And uh, I went to this. <laughs> my favorite thing is I beg you I've struggled. I struggled with uh, something <laughs> drug addiction. <Yeah. laughs> he's like, what? Not then, knowing who I really was. I, I went to Disney World. I cried the whole time. <laughs> he has the suit that doesn't fit him because yeah, it's just Which, by the way, he's back to Creed. Why, why, giving him yes. the jacket. why can't I just be... Why can't I be Chuck? I, you could have been Chuck. I, 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 I beg you to be Chuck. <laughs> it's great. And then... Um, 
The and last thing I love the the golf that they put that scene where they're playing yeah. golf, yeah. where Robert Calvin breaks it to Jim. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. And no matter what Dwight's doing, which by the way is like the worst etiquette on a golf course ever, he's just like Bravo, Dwight, and he <laughs> takes a sip from his water. Well, so the one thing, the one thing I would say, the first three are probably part of the thing for me. Last day in Florida, I just don't like how Dwight went from Jim saving him at the store test. All of a sudden, still being such an ass to him, but whatever they the the fighting at the end of the episode in the hallway kind of makes it up for. But the Tallahassee arc for me, the wrestling match in the hallway was great. So By and the Packer, way, in the meantime, Packer getting axed and Robert California realizing that oh, I actually the fight second Packer time getting now. played. By yeah. the way, in the meantime, yeah. what's happening in Scranton is not all that bad. You had the the work night yeah. with uh, Val's boyfriend coming. That is the coming, second time they get Packer and fired. Kevin and Kevin. <laughs> So the one yeah. comes in, yeah, you're, you're bleeding my girl, and Kevin goes, you also, I didn't know you were bleeping <laughs> You also, yes, you also get the, the, the oatmeal cookie uh, episode. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, with Kevin, uh, yeah. With, Robert, yes, Robert yes. California wondering, what is Inner Mifflin's oatmeal cookie? And, yeah. and then, never, never, never like a cookie after a girl to break your heart every Man, time. Yeah, <laughs> Madeline's or... So it was just the cookies then. Yes. So there's a, even, so even the B-plot, that's Ryan the definition of a B-plot. Yeah. Even the B-plot is brilliant. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... That with be, not the main well, Also, the way to even get to Tallahassee is great with him in the room and he's got the bugs and the mosquitoes. Yeah, so I didn't, I, I didn't even count Special Project, which is a great... Which the, is the pre one of, my, one of my favorite when Andy starts naming off the people. <laughs> and what, oh, like, oh, damn it. He's, <laughs> and he's just so mad. But, 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 but then by the end, Dwight is like, I have... Yes, you know, which is a great one, but, I, yeah. I, but also where I get where I Good say moment. the boondoggle of a lifetime. Yeah. yeah so, you really, so the other thing for me about Tallahassee art, which is a good shout, Scott... It shows that Dwight really it could be a phenomenal manager, and by the end of the show, ends up being yes. a phenomenal manager. They set it up the whole time. Um, so that's that's number two. Oh, okay, number two. Number two. No, so number one for me because I've already said dinner party, I've already said client. It's it's the injury. It's 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 the injury <laughs> where he George yes. Foreman's his own yes. foot. It, you get oh, you get so you, the cold opening with Dwight crashing his car. Dwight, you left your bumper. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you the whole get, phone call. You get yeah, yeah the whole phone, phone call. call. You get Dwight having a concussion the whole time. Don't send Dwight. You get that. You can't <laughs> fire me. I don't. I don't work in this van. Just said that today to. Uh, you can't fire me. I don't work in this van. Um, you get you get uh, you know Dwight. Dwight's concussion is hilarious. You get Michael. You get the you get the show that Michael really does care for Dwight. Yeah. Um. Well, you get Pam and Dwight being friends. It's the first time. Oh, I know. I know. You, you also it's, it's get. Different. You also get. It's a weird moment for me, but when Michael takes off his mic to go into the room, that's, you also get this feeling of, oh, this really is a documentary. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the first time that. And they do it a few other times. But besides the them time. talking to the camera and talking yeah. heads, it's the first time that they really kind of break that fourth mm-hmm. wall, so yeah. to speak. Of that's oh, true. I'm going to take off my mic, yeah. so you can't hear me. Which they do um, when. And Mike, then he tries to put his foot in the in the, in the, in the MRI yeah. machine. Yeah. But but they do again when Michael's last day. Yes. They, they they break that. Are again. we foreshadowing? Is that your number one? No, it's not. Okay. Um. So, so yeah, so I, I agree. It's a great episode. Great episode. It's an all time great. Um, it, well, it had one of my favorite lines. What bacon? I like to have it in front of me. It's it's delicious. It's good for me. It's good for me. It's a great <laughs> way to start the day. It's, totally it's a great way to start the day. Say that all the time. It's so. Um, you know, he goes. He goes. Pam, can you come up over for me. I'm not going to do that. Wait, 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 wait. It's country. I got country cross. I got country cross. <laughs> Isn't that when Toby? Does Toby have some scene like? Can't you do it? Yeah, can't you do it? You just grilled your foot. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. When he's in the, in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he starts Such feeling better. Uh, Ryan gave me pudding, and it's healed my foot. His it's kindness healed my foot. And, and, and Ryan's like, I crushed up four extra strength Tylenol. <laughs> I can do the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, my dog. Heart rate. Okay. 
Okay, for number, number one, one. Benihana Christmas. Also two episodes. I knew that was going to be it. So for both Friends and Office, I could have guessed your number one episode. Because you talked about them all the time. Well, I mean, so, what, so, am I talking about my so, least favorite? Michael marks her hand. Why you love the Benihana Christmas? I mean, oh. I, we probably all guess, but I mean... I mean, it is like... It is the... I don't know how the... I love you get you get at the at at the, you get Kevin you get Kevin singing that Alanis Morissette song you get um, which at Benihana's you get Jim messing which, with Dwight which, which by the way he's sitting separate by the way I haven't placed if Kevin had uh, broken up with Stacy at that point yes I think so uh, I don't know let's fact check that there's been a lot know. of uh, you, you, on that, you get you get I, I need my I need my boys we're going to Asian Hooters yeah. You get, Asian you get, you get, you get, uh, you get yeah. the waitresses being completely two different sets of women. Yes, and then the at the restaurant, and the ones that come back are completely different. Waitresses. Yikes! You get, you get him marking her hand. Yes. And you can't tell which one's which. You, you, you get the bike coming in, and then it has the my, bike. Oh, the, the, the best cold open ever. Yes. One of the best cold opens when he comes walk, comes running in. He's trying to sing a Christmas song. He goes. <laughs> it is like curses. It, it, it's the first bleep. I'm pretty it sure. Is. I'm pretty sure. It's um, you you get you get to you get the um, fight between Angela and I mean it's got like seven plots he, going on. He bleeps and, and then he just goes back to smiling and runs and he goes. You get a fake cliffhanger with Stanley deciding which party he's going yeah. to because of the way they cut the episode. Yeah. It, it's a fake cliffhanger. Uh, but I like about Michael on the bike real you, quick when he brings you it get in. Kevin going. I hear Angela's party's going to have double fudge brownies. Will also <laughs> have Angela double Angela. fudge brownies. Angela, and uh, it's like this with the bike when he brings get it in. in. When he brings it into the bike, and everyone starts picking apart. Those tires look worn. Is that your old bike, Michael? You get um, Toby not getting the gift bag, <laughs> and when Kevin is in the break room, he's wearing his robe, he rubs his back. You get Creed well, walking in and grabbing a toy from the Toys for Tots yeah. box, and Jim goes, I think you're supposed to... Yes! Play. And Creed goes, and a merry holiday, holiday to you, too, in like a weird Irish accent. <laughs> but 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 it has my favorite moment in, in all, almost all the whole show, when it cuts to Pam with the bag, with the towel... Walking into the conference room, Toby's there with a drink all by himself. And she gives him the bag. And she gives him the bag. And it just shows a little bit of the heart of the office. My wife isn't a huge office fan. She says it's too mean for her. But that's like the moment I point to where I say, you know what? Office is so multi-layered mm-hmm. that even in this like crazy, but when he's got the crazy, and, and I mean, there's other moments, sure. but 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 when you got this crazy up and down of Michael and the waitresses and and, and Andy also starting to work his way and getting also, the white out of it. Michael was single. With also, the, why Michael? Yeah, bold move. Yeah, bold move. Bold shopping your photo. That's the word, right? Bold. Um, yeah, I mean the whole. But then you have this moment of Pam and Toby. And also, I think that's where they set up. I think that's where Toby falls in love with Pam. I think he had already had a crush on her. No, I I think that's it. No, because she's single already by then, and he tries to ask her Mm -hmm. out. uh, Fair. But he Toby was so you definitely have a Toby Pam thing, which is similar to Gunther and Rachel. Rachel. Um, But it just never works out for Toby. Yeah, on beach day, Pam's yeah. gonna wear a two piece. Yeah. He has to stay back, and he gets so dejected because yeah. Pam's like, "Oh, thanks, I really need the sunscreen. I'm wearing a two piece." Does anyone have a camera? Yes. Anyone have a camera? That's season four. The desperate, cry. the desperate crime. Um, so, anyways, is, Benihana Benihana Christmas is, is a great. Christmas. Obviously, two Christmas, Christmas episodes. Love so, the Christmas episodes. My favorite Christmas moment actually is episode, is a later episode where they start playing the um, the the Carol the bells. Yeah. Yes. And they're Christmas. 
Yeah, that might be that might be my single favorite Christmas moment. In, in you get them just rocking. Like out. I just go look Did for that on YouTube every Christmas. Yes, Creed is always Creed. and it's not that he has a hearing problem. Creed <laughs> always finds a reason to air guitar. Yes. Yeah. If anything's going on, he's got an air guitar. Yes. When they do the, the 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 song for the commercial that they shoot, Creed's in the background uh, air guitaring. Uh, uh, so my it's my number okay. one uh, episode, and I think. Well, we've been you we did my injury. Oh, injury. Yeah. My number one is season three, episode seventeen, business school. Business. Uh, that's your favorite, really. And I can name all the funny things in it, and we we can talk about those. But the the end of that episode, the Michael showing up to Pam's oh, art show. No. You're gonna kill me with this one. Yeah, that's is, you're gonna kill me with this one. Probably you see Michael outside of him uh, handing it. Uh, you see how much he kids. cares. And yeah, I mean, out of everything going on, he just had this disappointing day, and it kind of plays in part of that. But because he says to um, Ryan, he goes, he, "A good, people, a good a, people, Ryan, <laughs> that, that they never go out of business." Yeah, he was the only one that showed up, even though she doesn't count that later when she talked. Well, about and she up. didn't know she, Oscar showed up too and trashed it. But she watched it count it. Yeah, with with yeah with but, Roy. Um, she clearly, I mean, but Michael um, Roy is more proud of himself. And it's than the her. most it's yeah. the most genuine thing, even with the candy part. Um, <laughs> Because he's just he's, he just says I'm really proud of you, yeah. and, and she just she, she melts. breaks down. She melts. Yeah. And, and the, what's the last thing? Gets, you, what is the last thing? Last image you see in the whole series? It's her picture. It's her picture. It is her. It's but, her but, but also it gives voice to, to to when Jim is is trying not to cry when Michael's on his last day, and he says, "I would tell you what a great boss you yeah. turned out to be." Yeah. It, that that moment, the, the the moment all the way you back. See, you see, this there, could actually work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all the way back. He, he also gets he, 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 he exhausts them, but they know he cares. He cares and wants he to. Great. To he he just tries so hard that he goes the wrong direction. Isn't that someone he's talking about his weaknesses and he says I care too much about people or something? To David Wallace. Yeah, and he says you know and he said. And why he never wants to fire anybody. Right. Well, no, so so he has a great moment with Ryan when he gets back because Ryan thinks he's about to fire yes. him and he puts him in the annex. Yeah. And he says a good manager doesn't fire people; well, he, he hires, hires them and Which inspires is, them. Yeah. And he totally didn't. I mean, he. It's not like he. I don't think he. He had all the time. He got me all the drugs on the song. Yes. I mean, he had all. But it's funny. He said all that time in the business school lecture to say something like that. By the way, as a side note, note, him putting Ryan in the annex was the beginning of that relationship where Ryan couldn't leave Kelly because now he was back there with her all the time, and you get the end of the episode where Kelly's just kissing him and he's smiling. He's like. He loves the I attention. Know, has, I don't know. You can't explain. He it. loves the Actually, attention. Actually, that's when that's when they saved the yeah, office. But, but yeah. so um, that moment, that is true. It's, I, it, yeah, it, he rips up the kid's book. Stopped. I know these are expensive, but the point is priceless. <laughs> all that he stuff. Rips the kid's book. The, the 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 stuff when he throws the frisbee. Yeah. Like, all the stuff on campus is funny. The stuff going on with you. With, you understand? No one's graduating today, right, Michael? He's like, if they throw their hats in the air, I have a great line for that. Like, yeah. You understand? Nobody's grasping. Also, also, um, a couple other things about this. This was the Josh Whedon uh, directed episode because it also involves the bat. Oh, oh, that is a great. So, so Jim's prank of becoming a vampire yes. is yeah. a, that's a great. So there's a lot going on. So it's have, a bat. <laughs> so basically, it's a good example. Of multiple plots kind of can be. You get the callback later on with Meredith. Quit yes. bagging my head. Yeah, um, which is much later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the, the 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 art school well a fun the, run for the cure obviously fun run for the cure so the, 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 but the art show moment uh, out of all the office moments of the heartfelt stuff to me I don't think you can beat that 
I, I agree. To, to, to me, the bag one, for whatever reason, with, with, with Pam giving the bag... It is unspoken. It, it's unspoken. It's unusual. It doesn't really happen again. It kind of gives you this feeling that those things happen every day, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that there's something more behind their relationships than just what you see in the the, 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 the the Michael Pam one is so big and so grand, whereas this one's just so small that it's a small moment in a show that's full of lots of small moments. Like that's the whole point of the office, mm-hmm. is that it's just a show mm-hmm. of small moments. But so, this one one really kind of So we, we talked sums about for we, me. real quick, we talked about the Friends finale quite a bit. Yes. Um so the office finale. So I have Where do you guys I, I, I have, I have multiple thoughts. It's kind of a weird two-part finale because you have the one where um, yes, it is, it is a, it Angela is a get together but the friends but the friends finale is a two-parter too well but a, but a traditional two-parter this one's not real but because they, they skip forward they do that the, the forward and they yeah. they're they're yeah. they're winding down the show with the documentary coming out yeah so and then they like jump the, forward yeah the finale about the documentary the, coming the out the true finale is actually almost like an epilogue yeah yes yes i agree yeah. um and that's the one with the wedding mm-hmm. but just Dwight Dwight ending up with Angela. is that an extended episode it's it a little bit. It's a little bit longer. Bestest bit with Bestus Minch. Um, well, because you had the first part the of bazooka. The, do- the bazooka. The bazooka. I mean, the, docu- the documentary um, convention the, the, thing. The, 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 the onion. Love. I'll tell you. Regard because here's why I think it's brilliant they did it that way. Because regardless if you liked season ten or not, or season nine, nine. or not, that finale is a great episode. It's very well written. You get the you get the best um, bachelor party that Jim could ever throw for Dwight. Yeah. You get um, you get everything coming full circle. You get to see Dwight as a good manager because they jump forward in time. He, he fires it's, Kevin at the very uh, the cold open. Yeah, the cold. Yeah, early in yes. that. Yes. Yeah, because he's because he's, he's driving in his car. And, Toby. and then mm-hmm. the yeah. great great thing about that scene is you see Dwight treating Toby the same way Michael did because Toby started. He just gives. He has a third cake ready. Yeah. Gives it to Toby. Just squirts ice on top. Says bye bye Toby. Um, he just got, kicks him out of the. Of the I wish the they thing. would somehow like fulfilling all of Michael's fulfilling, wildest yes. dreams. How do you fire the HR person? <laughs> um, I never got that. He, he didn't fire the HR person. Toby, Toby is HR. He didn't fire Toby. He kicked him out of the kicked him out of the meeting because Toby was starting to talk about Kevin. I thought he fired. No, Toby quit to go become a writer in New York. That's right. Um, I got the feeling that he fired. No, Toby. no, he was just kicking him out of the out of the out of That's the meeting right. just yeah. like Michael would have. Yeah. Um. But I love I love that scene when he fires Kevin because everyone's like everyone's trying to speak up for him. He goes on his merit. Can you? And no, everyone, uh, and Kevin's crying while eating the cake. At least yeah. they get cake. But that 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 finale is phenomenal because you, you get it. also has the single best line of the whole of the whole series. Okay, so we're probably it's it's one of the final. Single everyone best gets line everyone gets series. a talking head at the very end of the episode. Yeah. It, like like all the major characters get one after the other yeah. get a talking yeah. head. My favorite line is probably a different one than yours. You like Andy's. Yeah. I wish there's a way to know you're in the good times before they're over. Yeah. Like, in the good old days before. They're my over. favorite talking head is Creed's. When Creed says it's really funny, it, it, I took a job here because they were hiring. I took a desk in the back because it was empty. No matter how we get there or why we're there, humans have, a, have the greatest uh, ability to make a place their home. And it's this most touching thing yeah. that Creed could ever say. And then, and then it pans out and he goes, okay, let's do this. And yeah. he gets arrested. I love really that good. line. No, it's great. And Andy says they should write a song about that. That's a, yeah. yeah, that's great. But then Andy's because, – because to me, I remember uh, Facebook posting goodbye, J- Jim and Dwight. It's been fun. And I watched that episode by myself and, at late at night because I had to watch it on. I didn't, couldn't watch it live. I, I taped it that night and watched it. 
by myself and like I think I was I think I was already living with my wife at this time so I she was asleep I watched it by myself and I was like why am I watching this by myself in the dark right now like I'm gonna be like I was so emotional because the way and then Pam gets the last talking head of all of them mm-hmm. and then it goes into her painting yeah um, you get Dwight uh, saying you know going through each character and yeah. saying you know my accountant is my is my yeah. son's godfather you know even though him and Oscar were horrible to each other at the right. beginning. You know, my best friends. You're know, talking about Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's it's a great finale. Regardless of how you feel, I love season 10 or season 9. I well, love Oscar says, Oscar, you take something ordinary, a piece of paper, it it's not much, but if you see it in that way, it holds up an origami swan he just folded, and that's what you did with this documentary. But seriously, you made a nine-year documentary, <laughs> and you couldn't once show me doing my origami. Uh, <laughs> do, you guys, do, you, do you guys remember and what Meredith, Meredith about, was? Yeah. I was in school, or grad school the whole time, and you guys never showed that. And I actually sure, I drank a lot, but hey, I was in college. I actually <laughs> don't like a lot of that little conference thing. It's the stuff I thought it was that, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. It's just what the con- like the the. The, uh, the documentary fan. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was. Fine. I thought it was. I love. You get me, Aaron seeing her getting her parents. Yeah, yeah. they, they, they wrap that thread. But you, you like what happened with? I Sam like it that it's that way. Aaron Aaron what happened with? There are some threads they didn't close. close. Um, I would say Jim's last talking head is an encouragement for I think a lot of people that also related to the show because Jim says. I sold paper at this company for twelve years. My job was to speak to clients on the phone about quantities and types of copy paper. Which was his first talking yeah. head. Which he says. But he says, even if I didn't love every minute of it, everything I have, I owe to this job. And he says, this stupid, wonderful, boring, amazing job. Because so many people... Have a stupid, wonderful, boring just, job. Uh, they don't... It's not a show like Friends where you're achieving all these weird, crazy oh, things. Yeah. Or other shows, it's just... It's just routine. Normal. And most except, of the characters... Well, I mean, it's office. not routine, except for some of the craziness. But yeah, Jim's talking <clears throat> head is great because... The, wor- but, well, the, worst, part the, finale, the worst part of the finale cemented for me that they miss... And we talked about this earlier... That they that they did the wrong thing with Ryan's character. I just can't forgive no. them with the baby. I don't. I, I, that was it's unnecessary. Too it's, it's too much. much. It, it, it's, it's too much. But he's could have gotten him and Kelly together some other way without him leaving a baby behind. He's, I mean, he's, an, he's an ancillary character by that he's, point. To me, to me, they ruined. But, but, but they, they ruined. ruined they, it. They, it didn't have to be that to way. To me, because of how because of how um, Andy ends up and he's redeemed at the very end. If they they kind of were admitting, yeah, we messed up with Andy's character in season nine. Because when he was the when he was the manager in season eight, it showed he could work as the manager. This show works with Andy as the manager, also, and then he just gives it all up, gives Aaron up, I gives said, it all up. So here's what here's what to I'll, go backwards <coughs> and not his old self. Here's he, what, he had come so far. And I agree with right that. Both Matt, it's not that they ruined Ryan's character, but with most of the main office staff, they never made anybody very irredeemable. But they, they made, made Ryan irredeemable. Way in that last Ryan was irredeemable, and so was Kelly. Because she yeah. was fine with leaving the baby. She thought it was romantic. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was a and weird then, and then Nelly choice. And then Nelly, they, they wanted to make then, sure Nelly somehow adopted a child. And then Nelly gets the baby. But, point. But, but, but that was way logis- more unnecessary. Than I'm not saying But logistically, what does Nelly do now? She has no identification for this child. If there's a lot of that, questions. No, there's, she's that's that's I'm going to take my back to England. How is she going to get that baby to England? I know. Well, that wasn't even England. She was going to like... Oh, somewhere I'm gonna, yeah, somewhere weird. Like and in like north, north northeast Europe or less. She's like, yeah. well, it was like an island or Sweden something. or something. Um, but no, I, they did make Ryan and Kelly irredeemable. Of course, you get Michael coming back, which is a nice moment. Grade, gray hair. He yeah. has he has so many pictures of his phones. Or his kids, he had to get two phones with two data down. plans. Just Number just one, yeah, plan. best yes, uh, Gutenfranken or whatever he calls yeah. them. I mean, that, so I mean the. the, the 
there's a lot of the episode that's fine. No, the finale. It's, it's how not Michael comes finale. back is perfect too. I can't believe you came. That's what she said. The um, fun fact. That's the, the best way. The people the at the way. party. He's barely in the episode. The people really. at the party are the actual casting yep. crew of the show. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a good finale. It's not, I okay. think okay, I think, okay, okay. The, leaving the finale behind. I think it's. A we also haven't finale. talked about the fact that so there may have been three finales, and, and I hadn't really thought about Niagara being Niagara. the finale. But goodbye, Michael. Uh, was a singularly, and, and that wasn't even when he left, but that was a singularly brilliant. Were you going to say best moments? Were you going to ask the reason, about best moments? Because the, be the 600,000. Because the, the song the, the to Michael song. is probably one of the best moments in the whole show. The song yeah, to Michael, good. even with Will Ferrell there, is a phenomenal. I always moment. watch that thinking, so why is he do, in this scene? Do, do you both know? <laughs> they, could have, they could have had him stay in the bathroom. So, so you both yeah. know that. Steve Carell did know. not know no, what was, was going to happen. Yeah, they weren't singing this. So that moment, they weren't singing to Michael. They were singing to that, Steve. That moment that was real. of uh, it was real. Yeah. Um, well, as real as you get in that moment, if it Mac, like he didn't know exactly what it was going to be. He knew there was a right. He had an outline, and they just kind of changed a little bit. But I actually like they didn't know the song was coming. He did not know yeah. that when he says something's happening. Yes, that, that is a real. Yes. That's an ad lib line. Something's happening. Something. And then you get straight to us talking about. Yeah, this is gonna hurt. Like. Yeah. Um, so the reason, so the 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 Niagara and and Goodbye Michael are both um, points that they could have done a finale with. Yeah. The problem is they don't wrap, wrap up, up everything else, which they do them. nicely with and, the finale itself. And the finale, I will say, they do that. And to Matt's to to Matt's to Matt's to wrap this back to Matt's theory, Niagara wrapped up Jim and Pam. Yes. Yeah. But that's not the point of the show. Yeah. Goodbye Michael wraps up Michael, but that's not the point of the show. The finale wraps, wraps up, up Jim, Jim, and, and Jim and Dwight, and that's the point of the show. It's the finale of the show. Jim, but, by the end of the show, Dwight is a good manager with a good team. Dwight lets Jim go to, to fulfill his dream yep. and gives him the max severance he can give him. Which, how much? Which was a huge thing. He said. He said. He said. He said. Like a month salary. He said a month for every year you've been here. And Jim had been there twelve years. That's a year salary for Jim. Who knows so much for Pam? Right. So yeah. So you get feeling Pam's been there longer than Jim. And that's not a normal Dwight move. Maybe I don't know to put them ahead of the company. Yeah. Right. And so you get this this great ending of Jim Jim and Dwight. Um, and that's why it's the real finale. I don't know if the point of the show is Jim uh, and Dwight, though. I say the point of the show is The Office. No, the, well, the, sorry. The, the point... I think I think the main duo in the show is Jim and Dwight. Okay. To me, the most important character in the whole show is The Actual Office. It's the only thing that stays consistent. Nothing ever changes. Still an the office. walls never change. The furniture never they changes. They don't leave the office and turn the lights off because it's cl- it's shutting down. No, it's no. still there. It it's will outlive. It will, it will outlive all of it. Outlast it knows what it's doing. Yes, <laughs> but but the driving force, but but the driving force behind the show is the relationship between Jim and Dwight. Yes, and I, and I, I, I don't think they figured that out. I don't think that's where they started. But I think they figured it out early. I think they realized how much of a star they had in both of those, but those it, actors. The last the last season, it's not though. It is. It is. It absolutely is. Because, because Why is that Dwight where so it's the whole season? Because Jim is in Philly. Yeah. But that's that's those are parts of episodes. Why the does Jim come back Jim in the last Pam Christmas there. episode with with no. with, 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 with why does Jim come back in the last Christmas episode? Because he doesn't. Because he feels bad leaving Dwight. Right. Yeah. He feels bad leaving Pam. No. 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 He, he feels he bad leaving Dwight. Right. Watch that show. Watch that episode again. I agree. He he does he does feel bad leaving Jim or Pam. Um. And, and that's part of it. And Pam, and but Pam even knows how important that relationship is because she gets Jim, she gets Dwight to do what Jim wants. Dwight. No, so she gets the office to she gets the party planning committee to, to, to agree on. I'm Dwight's just business. saying. Okay. 
I'm just saying, if you if you look at the the thrust of the before they get down to the nitty gritty of the last few episodes of the season, that Jim Pam relationship stuff is so much bigger than whatever's going on with Dwight. But, but that's, that's my point. Is it wrapped up in season five? Dwight's right? worried about Daryl, and Dwight's worried about. I mean, Pam and Jim is wrapped up in season. No, it's not because they introduce all that conflict. No, they don't introduce that to the last season. Yeah, that's what there's the zero last... conflict until it, 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 the last it, it, season. It, it, that's and it's I'm a saying. relatively short. In, in that's that's it feels short. really long, but it's only like the second half of season nine. Like right, it, but it, it it's like it's a, a four big or deal five be, episode. Uh, arc. It was a big deal because you thought, is this how they're going to finish the show somehow? No, no one, no one thought that was the way they were finishing that show. I didn't. No, there's I didn't no way they weren't going to wrap that, and not only that, they wrap it early. Like they don't let it go to the fi- very final moment. I don't it's know. Until last episode with the the assistant to the regional manager. No, no, no. But it's wrapped earlier than that. Like that's where you get to where. Uh, that's wh- where he gets with the teapot. No, no, but but, but it had already been wrapped before that when he came back and and they they had the hug and and the parking lot. Like that's when you knew it was going to be okay. Yeah. I agree. The hug in the parking lot is when the you teapot. Knew it was be okay. The teapot was was the last big moment between them, but but when they when he had when he when he hugged her in the parking lot, you know that it's gonna, be gonna okay. work it out somehow. Yeah. they had all right. Okay. okay, so what uh, looking back at the office, what episodes uh make it your favorite? Typically, what, what are types of things? Um, I don't know. I, I if you usually have a good gym prank in there at some okay. point, um. So I mean, or, or, that's throughout the show though. There's yeah, uh, there's gym pranks that don't make you know. Great this is this is harder than it is with I with, agree with friends because They're I think so it's I think it's more what what is the because with with the office every even though the friends is the one that's 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 titled the one with office is really to me every episode has one main kind of story mm-hmm. to it kind of encapsulated story within that episode. If that makes sense, and so to me, like with the injury and with the client, there's there's a main thing you point to. Like I like this episode because it tells this story right. about the office, which is why, and I agree. That's why my that's why my favorite friends ones are very similar, and that's maybe why I like the office so much. Is that that's kind of every episode. So like with the show. client episode, it's like oh, this is where you see that right that or that. Uh, I don't like having goes. to worry about long story arcs and sitcoms. I guess I think I guess I like self-contained story arcs inside and be done and move on. Favorite season of The Office, Austin. Um, it's it's probably it's probably season three. That's mine too. Yeah, yeah. because you get you get Jim and Karen. You get you I'm get him leaving on Karen. You get both off. You get the the move. You get both the, offices. Yeah. You get him. Transition. You get the great finale where he just leaves Karen in New York. Yeah, drives back and then goes on a date with. Or they has, probably they uh, probably felt like they could have if the show got canceled. It would have been. By the way, by the way, another moment they did not tell Pam Jim was showing up in that scene. That wasn't scripted. I didn't know that. No, she she was supposed to be doing a talking head, and she was supposed to be sad about Jim leaving, and that's what she was supposed to be playing. And then and so they, that, that they didn't tell her head and where was yes, I? Yes, they where, didn't tell oh, her that when Jim was gonna pop in and say, "Are you free?" and she just said yes, and then he said that it's a date and he leaves, and she that she actually had lost her place. That's awesome. Uh, that's another. So they did um, that quite a bit. So we all agree, season three is probably our favorite. Although I'm tipped on two. Two has. Two has the. I'm tipped has, on six. Ha, 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 two, two, two has booze cruise. Yeah. Um. Two has obviously favorite uh, and huff best. I'll I'll say 
favorites three. I'll say the a season that overachieves is season eight. Yes, because okay. Michael With Robert Scott, California. And um, it's way better than anyone well, ever thought it was going to be. And better any, than any writer did. Because the second half of season seven, or the last five or so episodes of season seven, was all Farrell and stuff. You, you, you're like, this is funny, but can, they can't make this. Li- they can't do this forever. I think season nine the had the benefit three or four, of being right? the last season. Mm-hmm. People knew that. You gave it a little more grace, but they brought in uh, Clark and Pete. Yeah. Which they injected a lot into the show, which they is did. great. Nelly was Especially a great Clark. presence. Um, but season eight, oh, way over cheap. But season three was the best. See, season eight, way over cheap. But season nine still has some of my favorite moments when Clark and uh, and Dwight have to try to get Stanley Damn, to that, that meeting, is, and yet they, they drug them with a bull tranquilizer. See, but I love that. It all that's an amazing bit. I mean, it's a funny bit, but I think that's what a point at which you can be like, okay, they are now out of jokes. Like, no, I don't agree. I mean, they're I reaching this, the end. It's of a their, very different show. I hear this all the time, three. and I because, hate that. Because no, no, wait, 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 because the funny thing about the office early on was I could imagine most of that stuff okay. happening in real life. Nobody is bull tranquilizing someone, yes. putting a helmet on them, putting a slide it's down the hilarious. stairs. It's hilarious. It's not. It's 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 just like at the end of Friends. Stuff it, is very different than it would it, have been. It, it's not in the same. Yeah. It's tone. funny. It's not the same tone. I love it. I can watch that episode. The, the point of that, the point of jokes like that in that season was that's when Andy is just completely checked out from his job, and there's no that's supervision the, yeah, at we, all. We can fix and Jim's not there, and so just like when Oscar says on Jim and Pam's honeymoon, the the core, the 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 um. What does he say? The uh, the coalition of reason is really weak right now. That's what was happening in the office at the time. Is that Dwight had free reign basically because there was nobody supervising. Well, that's all fine. And no, so it was. That's over the good top. justification. Trust me, it's over the top. Yes, yeah. but there's lots of things that happened way earlier than that. You think a manager's really gonna order a bouncy house and yes. jump off the top of a roof I, under well, a bouncy maybe, house? Maybe order a bouncy house for a stupid the, the uh, demonstration. Uh, maybe not jumping off of it, but like as a dumb visual. Yeah. Uh, you know, some sort of team building activity. I could see Austin. Yeah. You haven't worked in office yet, really. <laughs> you have worked in retail. Yeah. A show about retail. Go watch Superstore. That will probably bring more true <laughs> yeah. than. I'm, I'm not even trying to yeah. be flippant. Like, um, but okay, now for the okay. big question: Friends or The Office? We're, we're, we're ranking. Right, which one do you choose? Which one's your favorite? Which one do you think is better? If you had to just try to be objective, what's uh, more important? You're up first. So. I picked The Office for the sole reason, and my reasoning may be different than yours. Friends was, like I said, the, in my opinion, the best sitcom at the end of the sitcom era. It kind of epitomized everything people loved about sitcoms. Better than Seinfeld. It, and, yes, in my opinion. Because Seinfeld was, Seinfeld's thing was trying a to be a A lot of people would disagree with. My thing about Seinfeld is it was trying to buck the norms of sitcoms sure. by being about nothing and yeah. being kind of meta. Friends was a traditional sitcom. Yeah. And it did traditional sitcom better than any other traditional sitcom. By the way, if you watch it But now, for me, The yeah. Office started a completely new era of comedy on television, especially network television. Which I don't think is going to last. Like, I, where, where is it now? Uh, all the shows now are like that. The Good Place, Superstore, There's all those shows now. Of, they're uh, not necessarily mockumentaries, but they're non-studio audience. Trial no, error is a mockumentary. They're, they're, they're no, no laugh no, no, track. No, 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 no. But my point is, that that's fine. No, I no, I agree. All those... <laughs> and we're going on... Is, we're going on... 15 years now since The Office no, debuted, no, right? No, no, 13 no. Years, I'm not arguing so. that point. What I'm arguing is so is, is if Friends ended that, do you think that there's something that... So if Friends ended the I Love Lucy... Yes. Right? 
what do you really think? And, and, and if you say Friends is better than I Love Lucy, how could I, none of those have even approached The Office in quality? Nothing approached I Love Lucy for a long time. People will argue we'll with see. you. Mash, Mash maybe did, but that was completely different. Nothing with the ha ha thirty minutes at all. Every episode ends happy. What you no, reset no type of sitcom. That's the idea of a sitcom is you reset. Yeah, you reset right. Which which my, I would honestly yeah. And so nothing really touched I Love Lucy. There's a lot of good ones, but nothing really touched I Love Lucy for a long time. You have the Cosby Until the show, 90s. Cheers. You to have. me, so you have Cheers. People argue you about have, You have Cheers, and then you have a bunch of shows in the 90s my, that were good. My point is, I don't think TV is getting better. I think it's getting worse because it's getting more dispersed. There aren't that many half-hour comedies anymore. But my point exactly. But there so are we'll a see. bunch out there. I think. We'll but, see. But to we'll me, see. Office ushered, ushered in a new era where you binge-watch comedies. NBC it's, still it, gets it, though, because I'll tell you this. Yes. With Superstore and Trial and Error, um, and they, I think they have The Good Place, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like The Good Place as much. Mm-hmm. Matthew and I would probably hate the theologi- theological implications <laughs> of The Good Place. But... It's still a funny show. A uh, Modern Family's probably has been around for a long time and is incredibly successful. And I can Modern watch. Modern Family didn't predate. When I see office, rewrite, right? it started during the office, right about the, and it um, probably uh, uh, overtook them in the Emmy but years. The, I'll, I'll, that show I'll give it credit for watching reruns before uh, Monday Night Raw comes on or something like that. But like, the, this is actually but pretty the, funny. Some of the same producers that started the office then did Parks and Rec and then yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. And there's a bunch of shows, and there's and, and, and it's not going to be changed the way they the way jokes. The other work thing was is I know I know Friends was already. It, it also changed what's successful. Yes, yeah. the numbers that Office gets. If those had been gotten in the Seinfeld and Friends, Friends era, I mean it had no chance. Of well, so and so so I know Friends was on Musty TV back with Seinfeld and Frasier, and that they're all in the same. Seinfeld night, right? didn't compete with cable what, though. What you have to understand is the Office during the main run of the Office, the middle run of the Office. You had a Thursday night on NBC that was uh, that was Community Office, uh, Parks and Rec, and Thirty Rock in two yeah. hours of television for a good three years. Yeah, and that is in, that is that is as good of a of a, of a two hour stretch. But the numbers were the numbers didn't touch. No, because you already had well, you had you have you had because well, the nineties was the, the world's the business. Change, well, the nineties yeah. was the end of a of a singular. You watch network television. You didn't watch anything. Right. Well, you watched other things, but in terms of the, the HBO um, wasn't big yet. They call it, you uh, didn't have FX or any of those well, no, shows. So really, yeah, we, no, we, HBO was, but HBO was smaller. HBO was coming on. But it wasn't huge. Well, Sex City was bad. Sopranos would already run. Friends were already. But yeah, but they weren't competing. They were yeah. Sunday night. But now TV was still television. appointment television with sitcoms, yeah. where it's still it just isn't now because I can go on. I, I just wait for Hulu. There's no such thing as appointment television, besides yeah. a few sporting events. Which, uh, sporting um, events, I think I can't watch. It's, sporting it's similar events to on. the Strange Things that if you didn't see live, you almost didn't care if you saw it all. Um, I watch Game of Thrones as it comes out, and there's been other shows like that 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 over the past I watch decade Westworld, or so. World, but that's... there there are shows on that the network television. I can't remember since Parks and Rec ended, there hasn't been a show on network television that I've cared to watch on it come on it coming out. Because I have Hulu with the no commercial plan, I prefer like my um sitcoms to just wait for Hulu. A, a couple reasons. Um, no commercials, so that's also always great. B gives me something to watch while I'm rowing, because it okay. keeps my interest. Um, and it's just it's easier to watch. So I'm like, I don't have to deal with you know fast forward. And when when, when when Stephanie and I watch TV like live, like when we were watching, we like Wheel of Fortune at night when we we fixed dinner, we have it on the background, we try to guess the puzzle as we're getting everything ready. 
especially like during the the um, elections, like just political ads, you're like, oh man, commercials are the worst. <laughs> you have other local commercials, and it's like, I, it, it's the, the Office. The reason I think the Office is better is not just that one reason I said, but it did something different. Always had its finger on the pulse of what was happening right then. Friends works because you can go watch it and there's no anachronistic things. Not as much, yeah. Right? You, you, it does. It ages well because it didn't base itself on technology of the day or anything. Because a lot of shows, a lot right? of shows get get a lot of shows get killed later on because they had comedy that was based on you know something happening at the time that doesn't make any sense anymore. The Office took the opposite approach and it makes it better. It's a time capsule. When you rewatch an episode in season three, you're like, oh, I remember having flip phones. I remember, you know, uh, this, that, or the other. I remember, I remember uh, planking be a be- being a big deal. I remember... Jim's prank on Dwight about the wrong day of the week. Yes. Him and Pam talk about, who did Trump fire last night? Yeah. Yes. Now it's totally, now you're thinking about who in his cabinet he fired. <laughs> was the apprentice. And part of this might be a generational thing or me being so much, or me being younger than you guys, but because of when I watched it, every time I watched The Office, I'm like, I remember, like, what the world was like then. And during that episode, not just where I was, but with Friends, it's just like, oh, you know, this is, like, what I wish adult life was like. Sure. But with The Office, it's like, I watched them, like, oh, I remember being, you know, I remember what the world was like in 2009. You see their cars, and they have, like, the actual registration stickers that say, yeah. May, you know, May 2008. And you're like, oh, that was, that was 2008. This was going on at the time. It was a time capsule, like a nine-year time capsule of American culture. The, the office is far more time aware. And, and they were all, and they never Princess. waited. They never waited to, like, oh, this has been popular for six months. Now we're going to talk or about it. Or they made a joke about it, like the was up thing. Yeah. But but yeah. like like we said with uh with Ryan and his and his iPhone, iPhones had only been around for like two years. But at if, that point. here's the thing: from season about three on of yet. the Office, if you just see a still photo of the show, you couldn't necessarily place it time wise as much. The uh, Friends, you see a still from that show. Every season has its own style. You're like, oh, that is 1999. They completely change leather pants and well, they completely change the look of every character every season yeah. in Friends. But, but that's what I'm saying. If you so, notice that, every character gets a new hairdo and a new style every season. For the most the part. Rachel haircut really only lasted 15 Ross episodes. Ross is pretty consistent the last Monica gets her seasons. short haircut in season, what, season two, right? Uh, where, where Phoebe messed, messed up her haircut. No, I meant Dudley. That's how he that's wears Dud- it. That's Dudley more. Which I think is some of that is, the, I think style-wise, I think was, it was very current style-wise. Right. Uh, I whereas just, I think the cultural references, I love there aren't it. any really cultural no, references. There except are. like Hootie and the Blowfish. There's um, more than you think. There's you know. more than you think. Because also, the shows were afraid of, of picking a cultural reference that then was not going to end up being made. I still love Friends and I can I can watch all the time. It is tougher to watch now because I'm, I notice more production issues. Because it's the typical sitcom with um, all the takes they use, I notice a lot of times you'll, a character will say something They'll cut to a character like, about to react, and you see a mouth moving. I also they took it for yeah, take, and it's like I also oh. hate. I also don't like. I love in the office how everything like you've pointed out a lot of these, like with the painting from the house ending up at the garage sale towards the end, the one that can't come off the wall. It's, yeah. it's like Michael's they, broken plasma TV. Is yeah, the garage they have so much. Like it, they they always call back everything the in the same, office. The, the, the in friends, sign is in, in friends, yeah, they the they just don't care about that. 
they introduce people, and then the next episode they're gone. And there's no explanation. Phoebe's boyfriends. I'll say that. Um, you'll you'll have you'll have like Gary who Phoebe dates, and like you think it's gonna be this great relationship, but they're like, oh, we have to get out of this somehow. And so he just shoots a bird. Like that's not funny, even. That's just stupid. People, um, uh, the office people don't. Um, they do call back to them more. So if someone, and they explain why someone leaves the show. If someone is remotely important <laughs> and, and, in and the show, they no don't end. just. They don't just go away. Even, right. even Devin got hired back. Yes. End, yeah. Devin gets hired back after getting fired. Well, again, part of that does go back to the way the media and the world changed because you started having more internet fandom that would keep track right. of these At things. the office, you would for, no one would remember. Yeah. But like, but like, for instance, the only parents... The expectations were just different. You, you mm-hmm. see Rachel's parents and you see the Gellers and those stay the same. But Chandler, you see Chandler's mom stays the same. But you see, you see Joey's mom dad and mom in the mom, first season. Dad stays the same too. Yeah, same actor. Yeah, you it's, see, uh, it's actress. Uh, sorry, actress. Yeah, it's um, Jessica. Um, no, it, yes, I know. Yeah. You see, yeah. you see Joey's parents at the beginning, but then never, never see him again. again. You, know, you hardly ever see his sisters again, except for the one Dina, who who wasn't even around well, the first one. Phoebe's dad is in two episodes, though, right? No, he's gone, and then. And then she meets her mom at the beach, She's in and, that, and, and you then, never you see her once more with the puppy, yes. and then never again, right? Which is really soon after. Yeah, which is really soon after. Well, yep. but see that that bothered because they they like Seinfeld at least about that stuff Seinfeld like that. at least took side characters and they became main characters like Seinfeld's parents became good characters to call back on multiple it's seasons. There's one character in Friends that comes back every once a season, and that is Janice. Janice. She's the only Gunther. Uh, well, no, Gunther's throughout. Uh, just random throughout. Hank Azaria. But no, but Janice is in every season. Hank Azaria, they do it with. Janice oh has an episode every season. There is a Janice episode in every sure. season. And it becomes by season five, I think it becomes Joey's a agent. joke. Like, oh, it's the Janice. It's always a reveal. Joey's oh, agent. it's the Janice episode. They stuck with Joey's agent. They did. But like you know the family Until she part, died. the family part kills me right and like this random like Phoebe's boyfriends like she spends that whole episode trying to She's woo that guy in the hospital trying, trying to trying to woo, woo that guy in the hospital and they end up going on a date and then never again you don't because he probably killed himself <laughs> you, you you never hear like why it didn't work out it wasn't like it was the end of a season a couple times it you, they it always happens to Phoebe. Phoebe. Well, I mean, there are two very different shows, though. I mean, yeah. Friends, as we've said a million times, Friends is your traditional sitcom. It almost was like the culmination of traditional sitcom Like 50 world, years of so 40 years of, of sitcom being of all the culture that goes around that, all the style. All Gary the, Marshall had a long career. They kept, they words, they people kept Rachel. Who inspired people who then wrote Friends. They kept Rachel's uh, bosses and Chandler's boss from the... For the, a while. The Bing guy. Yeah. As a side note... Uh, how it's funny how some, each some, of those characters crazy. got there because you know there's a famous thing Courtney Cox was in those with Springsteen video right um, and that most of those actors hadn't really done anything before then and in the office you had a few actors that had done stuff but have you seen the YouTube video of all the people that yeah. that that actually auditioned like Seth Rogen auditioned yeah. for Dwight Pat Oswalt was yeah, um, and him. then what's his name who gets called back later uh, from Better Call Saul. Um, um, the actor, he, he, he's, he's the one that Pam interviews with later that yes. is like Michael Scott. Uh, he was, he, yeah. they were deciding between Steve Carell and him yeah. for the, for the role. Um, well, that for both of them, yeah. but a lot later from one. They the also other. did, um, there's also, um, not Cal Penn, but, uh, Harold. Mike, uh, Michael, Ch- 
Harold from Harold and Kumar. I can't yeah. remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, People Cho. shouting at you. He, Bob Odenkirk is the. Bob Odenkirk. The, he he interviewed for for Jim, uh, or he he auditioned for Jim. Um, I mean, think about it. Seth Rogen had not done much except for Freaks and Geeks at that point. What if he had gotten Dwight? He, his John Cho. It would have been a very Cho. different world. And it, his and his audition for Dwight was very <sighs> Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah. it was very Seth Rogen. They went with the right direction. Um, but 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 my point being my point being is that it's it's hard to choose because they're two very different episodes. Yeah. If you're asking what I, I that's a personal thing. Right, like, right. What? I mean, two very different. But, 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 but I go. One left Netflix today. Which would be the bigger loss? Office, hands down. Yeah. I mean, to me, my, my go-to when I'm either you know not feeling well or just need a brain like decompress yeah. or I just want to do something that you know I it's, know I'm gonna like. I, I mean, I go to the office. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have a ton of time to to binge watch, but 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 when I do want to watch something that I know I'm gonna watch as long as it's not Scott's Tots. Then oh, I love Scott's Tots. Uh, anyways, I love it. Most people can't get through that episode. Yeah. A lot of people can't get through yeah. that episode. How? It's so hilarious. Because it's so... I'm, I, I gotta I say something. You, you, maybe you can tell no, me what say it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part... Uh, it's their lithium. No, yes. yes. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Should I just call down their lithium? Because uh, he leads him on. Uh, 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 online education is very viable. They're like, is he going to get us online education? To do that, you need your you own know, laptop. laptop. They're like, okay, is he going to give us laptops? Like, it's like, and laptops are rendered useless without batteries. And then they're all pissed. Yeah. Like, wait, 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 wait. They're lithium. They're lithium. Like, that's going to be uh, that's But But anyways, my point being is that, you know, that's what I want to watch when I'm, when I'm ready to yes. watch something. Though... When a friends, but friends is on network television, or not network, but it's on uh, television. The and office if I, is syndicated too. In the office is syndicated. It, it is uh, Comedy Central, for instance. But if the, if if Friends does come on, I pause. I mean, I do. Also, I'll say this. You know, Friends. Um, so I, I, I've been going through Friends again because I've done like twenty Office watch throughs by just leaving it on. Um, friends is in some ways is more that warm blanket. Office, I can put on one rowing. I can do four episodes, boom, knock them out. I'm, I'm, if you want to start I'm feeling, if you want to start feeling good about the world again, you put on Friends. Friends. Uh, one um, of the first, one, but uh, I will say, the cool thing about both shows is that the Friend Friends started in '94, but it still was the epitome of the '90s. Yeah. It it, re- it just represents everything that was about the '90s before the world changed in the 21st century. The Office epitomized what the 2000s became. So, Almost the entire so 2000, 2001, right? 2000 and 2001 was, Basically, it started, it started it. in Bush. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. 2000 yeah. and 2001 were obviously really weird years in America, but it, but culturally, The Office came around in 2005 and really kind of showed this is what yeah. 21st century America is going to yeah. be. Yeah. And yeah. Friends it was, was very much, this is 90s, and this is the epitome of... You know, feel good American '90s, and so both shows epitomize decades in different ways. Oh, for um, uh, for me, I remember one of the, uh, the about two months, three months into uh, dating my wife, we were just hanging out at her house, had her giant pit bull, you know, sitting with us, and we just had the office on. We both basically just like na- like fell asleep because we were just so tired and hanging out, and and just um, in the background was just like on an iPad. Not even on, she didn't have like a streaming uh-huh. thing. And it just was just like, this is just like perfect. It's just like, it's so, it's so, um, that's a, that's like, a, just everything. It's really, so watchable. As you can't even just listen that, to it, what I'm saying. Yeah. Just listen to that, it. What's funny is, I, what I'm realizing after saying what Their I was saying. Their table reads must have been. What I'm saying is that friends, during the run of friends, 
except for 9-11, there really aren't any huge earth-shattering moments that happened during the Friends well, series. The, the uh, start of the Iraq War, I'm pretty sure, happened right before it ended. Well, right. I'm saying, obviously, right at the end, when the 21st yeah. century starts. There was stuff. But there was ton- it seemed like every year when The Office was on, I mean, yeah. they had, you had, um, you know, you obviously had... The recession. The, you had the recession. You had, you had smartphones coming around. You had President Obama being elected. Well, you had that great moment with Daryl where he's like, I used to want to live until there was a black president. But I didn't know how stupid of a, or how, or how soon that would come. <laughs> Uh, you know, because he's like, because you're talking about yeah. getting in shape his, or whatever. With his daughter, I thought. Yeah, you know, he's telling, tell, he's like, he used to tell my daughter that I wanted to live long enough yeah. to see a black president, and then he's like, well, I'm gonna get in shape, so I'm gonna see all types of presidents. All types of presidents. Yeah. Um, but even the invention of the smartphone. Or you have, you have Michael with Stanley had a heart attack, and what does Michael say? Brock Michael, president. Brock is president, or Stanley, yeah. Brock is president. You gotta live, Stanley. Stanley, you're black. Well, they definitely but, reference that quite a bit throughout the show because. Um, Kelly tells Daryl, oh, you look like Barack Obama. But you always knew something was happening because his office always made a point of whatever yeah. was culturally relevant, like up to that week almost of that episode it being, like they were really it felt like they were so current with, with their thumb on the pulse or their finger yeah. on the pulse of what is important in American culture at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friends didn't really have to worry about that because they were kind of a big part of what was setting American culture. And they would film probably And they filmed a way more in advance yeah. than, than the office did. But I think... I think um, even just how we discussed it just then, you know, we can go from the the problems with friends all of a sudden to oh, but here's why it's you know yeah. just so good. And the office has issues too. It's just theirs aren't as I think glaring. Uh, at least uh, to, in our view, I'm sure other people would be like, well, oh, like, come here, there's this, 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 and this, they didn't this, have this, to this. shoot it live, right, in front of a live yeah. audience, and so they could take in a way take their time a little bit more with it. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure NBC loved how cheap it was at the beginning to shoot. Fun too. fact: they shot at a real office uh, at the beginning. I think by season three, they, they basically to a they, they built, built it. The office, which is also why um, the floor plan doesn't change, but it changes. And people would um, there are stories of people like going into doors that they thought had, were part of the old building, and had, there was there just there. nothing there. Yes, yeah. you know, um, it's interesting, but. It does feel more lived in because it, where even when they shoot, even though it's L.A. and it's supposed to be Philadelphia or Scranton, they're real outside of the, the actual office thing. Most of them are, you know, like when Michael is lost in the, in the city, mm-hmm. that's real space mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, um, which it's impressive. You can't that soundstage the, that. The, the, really the, so the much. Filming there, they could get Although, the cold water the, scenes outside. I'll say this: the the office committed a, an egregious green screen that the friends did. Um, almost, they probably use the same stage. It looks like it seems like Friends. But, the, the the sailing on the on the bay with Joey uh, and Friends was awful. That's what I'm thinking for Friends. And then anytime they were in the taxi, anytime they were in Phoebe's taxi, the green screen but was just then awful. In the office, what one do you think it is? There's there's a really bad green screen. Oh yes, there is. Um, oh, it's gonna kill me now. It wasn't the booze cruise, was it? Season no, seven. Season seven. Sabres in, in play with Michael. The leans. Huh? Business leads. When they go to the uh, dump. Oh, when they go to the dump, that oh, is the worst green that screen is a really bad it's, green it's screen. You, 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 you know that there's just props in front of a green screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Because when they drove on the office, Someone didn't win an award car. for video editing on that one. Yeah, I mean, ugh. Yeah. Because when they do say car scenes in the office, they actually put... 
There's probably an issue why they and they were lower res- they were lower resolution but... cameras and so like the resolution would change. You know, it's like car probably like a documentary camera. Would you right. go film at a dump? Um, um, but yeah, yeah so, it was or recreate a dump. Yeah, uh, the, the, you're right. That was it was jarring. Uh, like when they do the. Which, by the way, I really hate that scene. It's a bad scene. They're fighting at the dump. Go, I mean, they're all on the dump part. I actually really don't like that episode. Like when with they, all the all the sales people acting. When they go to the dojo for the fight, it might be on my worst of list. So it definitely Honestly, so there that, is that, that so, they, so they commit issues all the time and there's stuff that it's a party there's even some bad improvs and reactions and some acting parts that people do that I'm like um, but for the most part it's a show that's for me fairly flawless um, in terms of I don't have huge gripes about it you know yeah. even as a fan some you know there's always fans who are like oh there's that I mean outside of that one green screen it's like you know right. Right. I mean, with Friends, you excuse some of those things. You're like, oh, this Outside of Andy's characterization in the last season, yeah. the bit with Ryan, the finale. But um, with Friends, you when you see a green screen thing like that, you're like, oh, this is 90s television, so of course they have some bad effects. Uh, but, but it's more right? about missed opportunities for me with Office more than things they did wrong. Like, yeah. again, with Ryan, missed I think they missed up. Uh, yeah. I would have too. loved a full softball episode as opposed the, to... The, right. the biggest yeah. problem I have with Friends... And I will always have is that we only get ten, like ten or fifteen episodes of Ross and, uh, Rachel. Ross and Rachel actually together. I yeah. think I think they spend way too long pushing them apart arbitrarily, and then and then in season eight instead of bringing them back together and having two seasons of them together at the end of the show, they do the whole stupid Joey and Rachel thing twice. They make him fall in love with her, yeah. and then they get rid of that. You're like, okay, maybe they came to their senses, but then you have her fall in love with him later. Like you're redoing a bad idea. You're already Which, by this. the way, is exactly what happened to Ross and Rachel. He falls in love with her. She I falls think, in love yes. with him. I think I th- I, I, I'm sure you can go back and read about this now, but I think they always knew... They wanted they, to end. They could end with Ross and Rachel, so it was just... Whenever they needed. Whenever, whenever the show is going to end, we can wrap it too. We're not going to get canceled out of nowhere. Didn't Frasier also yeah, they end gonna with get someone getting off a plane for them to be together? All I know but is Roz, the Dean from Community... Um, and uh, an Academy Award winning director, um, Jim Rash, mm-hmm. is the passenger on the plane that freaks out. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. He, 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 he for Descendants, he won. He yes. won. He, for a screenplay. Yeah, for a screenplay. And he was, he's the he dean of community. The George Clooney movie. Uh, there, there is no Valangie. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, which is really. Also, uh, what um, random actress. Is both in the in Friends and the Office playing not the same character? The stripper. The stripper. She was the well. She was a hooker. She's, she's a hooker. The hooker in and Friends. Friends. But she's also the stripper twice in uh, the Office. It's the same person. Both at the bachelor party for Bob Vance and the bachelor party for for Dwight, for Dwight at the end. Same actress. And those are it's like ten years apart. Uh, by the last one. Um. But yes. They want. He gets the text from Michael. He wants to know if she's hot. Text back, kind of, <laughs> like right in front of her. So she goes, I mean, "I'm the I'm the dancer." Requested. Okay, we specifically requested a stripper. There might be a okay, few more. Okay, please identify but yourself as such in the future. There might be a few others, but I can't. Kathleen Turner, by the way, was the actress that plays. Uh, yes, Chandler's thank you, mom. Uh, but yeah, the father. Father. Yes, yes the, the actress who plays the stripper is in both shows playing a very similar character. With the same accent. With the same accent. Yes. Yes. Also good, but if you think about it, so she plays the stripper in season, second to last season in Friends. And like the second, 
third season in and, the office. And then the last season ages pretty well, so good. <laughs> yeah. 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 So well, the the other stripper in in Friends is Danny DeVito. Um, yes. Which is a great cameo, not a guest star, but a great cameo. Danny well, DeVito. Well, but who plays Ben Franklin? That's, uh, that's Andrew Daly. Yes, Andrew Daly, who's from also Carmax commercials. Yeah, Carmax commercials. He also a recurring role in Silicon Valley as the doctor. Yes, uh, he's also on the one. Oh, you're a saucy thing, aren't you? <laughs> that's great stuff. That is um, great. So yeah, I think great discussion. I think we both agree that we probably would. Um, Lean towards the office, but both shows are important to us, especially as part of our family in terms of our, our together. Our and friend like Nick would probably be very mad at us for for leaning office over friends. He's been mad yeah. at me before in yeah. group text. Over uh, this. But I saw recently in one that it's that office is growing on him and closing the gap. So there's that. I think it's just you know different people, different strokes for different folks, but um, some people just can't stand the office at all because of Michael. Oh. Um, my my mother in law, uh, hates Steve Carell. Yeah. Can't stand Steve Carell. Uh, can't stand Steve Carell, so could never get into the show. Yeah, some people. Um, so. And then her dad couldn't get in the show because same reason as our dad, because it was too real as The Office. But then later yeah. on, he started liking the show a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you don't like Steve Carell, you're not gonna like the show. Yeah. So any final um, thoughts other than uh, kind of that stuff, guys? Great thoughts. We only had a few similar uh, shows in terms of our spots. So that mm-hmm. was good. That we got to. Had to talk about a, a good variety there. Um, I, I think we could we could have we could ease we could also the three of us. I could do. shout out a lot more episodes too. By the way, yes, the idea that I, I could have I, I could, top I, 10 I could easily do 20. an episode just like this where we talk about Office and Parks and Rec as well. And the differences, not not which one we like more, but how the same creators mm-hmm. made Parks and Rec yes. slightly different. And I've totally, not seen all the episodes of Parks and Rec, but you and totally uh, Matt Matt I've seen about Parks yeah. and Rec, and they they they, they and, and there's a lot of differences. They 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 completely left the mockumentary. So they still did Talking Heads, but they didn't pretend there was a documentary going on. Kind of like on. Modern Family. Where it's, kind of like Modern not Family. A, it's just a, uh, but the writers left the office for a season, for season eight. Some of them did. For, well, the main ones. The main showrunners left for half a season seven and season eight to one start of the Parks and Rec, but came on, back for season nine. One of the showwriters on running. the Parks and Rec is Moe's. Yes. Oh, really? He's the, he was the main showrunner and writer, yeah. that, the big one that left. Yeah. Um, and he came back for season nine. So That's yeah, why I he think, wasn't in episodes. I think, and I think, and I think this is a good example of things that I'm sure other families and friends have their own shows and these things that are. I'm very surprised you haven't seen all the Parks and Rec. That just really happened, but, surprised uh, me. But I, th- I think uh, these things, and I think it, uh, you don't always find the people that have such a recollection of quotes and things from everything, but. You know, people have uh, sometimes it's just a movie or something like that. But you know, we I should have had a character going of quotes and seeing what we could have. Ra- how many quotes we all just There's mentioned <laughs> in this uh, however long. Podcast. Sometimes I'll meet up with Austin and we'll just we'll just randomly start to the annoyance of our better halves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah God bless. Uh, God bless the the ladies in our lives that, yeah, that and our parents that. before them. Because we we were annoying our parents with this way before they stopped listening to us a yeah. long time ago. But I'll say this: my wife's come around on both shows. Um, you know, she even laughs out loud now. My so wife much. is in the middle. We're in the middle of her uh, watch uh, watch through of The Office. Um, she doesn't like awkward. She awkwardness is tough for her, and so The Office yeah. was tough the first time we tried. Test. But she's as big a Friends fan as we are. Okay. Um, but she's really getting through The Office now. She now she loves it. Yeah. Um, I don't think she'll be able to sit through Scott's <laughs> thoughts. I don't. Think I think she'll most people. <laughs> I think dinner party was really hard for her. 
So, um... I just love that stuff. I'm like, I'm out there. It's not me. I, this is great. Well, Dinner Party 3-8, Scott Stoss is too much. I mean, that if those you're asking me where the line is, it's whatever is between Dinner Party and Scott's line. Scott's thoughts, that's the line. I think there's more people... Stanley's laughter at the beginning of that episode, yes. by the way, is what makes that episode so Well, and, and, and that is a difference. I think that probably is a difference. Is there's that Michael audience. Scott's ruining his lives. Whereas the other ones... Hey, it's, it's, it's all fine. 98% graduation rate because of that promise. Oh. Does anybody read the paper? <laughs> I thought by the time I was 30 I'd be a millionaire and then I thought maybe by the time I was 40 but then I was further away than I was when I was 30 all you do is he could have lied just said I made investments that whatever that would have at least or just never showed up and ghosted them but they you know they were so persistent in the meeting but so anyway to wrap it up thanks for joining us guys let me know audience you know we have your thoughts what are your favorite shows those kind of things but this is a great example of something you geek out about um, it doesn't have to yeah. be about geek culture necessarily it's just uh, something that you really you know uh, love and we can recall things and we know seasons of this thing and when and details and there's probably bigger office and friends fans than us out there I know there are um, but yeah it's, a, it's something that brings people together that's, that's one of the things that about fandom and those kind of things that, you know that sort of stuff so um, thanks for joining me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah. All right. So this has been Public Geeking. This is Scott. We will see you or talk to you in the next one.